We are Guys in Shorts. Thanks for checking us out. We have an amazing show planned today, although I might not be the one to ask because I think they're all amazing. Ben, how's the show going to be? Uh, we'll see. <laughs> that sounds right. How could it be we'll see when baseball is back? That's Gosh, true. Yes, it is. MLB opening day is finally here. We'll be looking ahead at the 2019 baseball season and giving our thoughts and expectations. Dodgers Angels World Series, anyone? Oh. Anyone? No? Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't yeah. think that's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, that's right. The Dodgers won't be there. Hey, you never know. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Those things are hard to predict. Hey, you know what's not hard to predict? That Big Baller would be throwing in the towel. Ooh. Rumors are swirling that uh, LeVar Ball and co. might be calling it quits. I'm a little sad about that, yeah. but we'll get into it. I did not see that coming. We're all going to find out about a cool new app called Ballpark DJ. It's one of those apps where you go, man, I wish I came up with that. Plus... We're going to do something we don't ever do around here. We're going to talk about the galaxy without Hammer. Oh, is that a good idea? Don't worry. We brought in a very special guest to help us. All right. More on that in 15 seconds. I'm Jeff Wilson, and that, back from quarantine, is Darren Besa. Back from quarantine, and guys... We got the hate couch back in the studio. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, it's you would have noticed that last week if you were here. I know. Yeah, I wasn't here, though. True. That's true. And Ben Garcia. hoopty hoo. Yeah. Good to see you, buddy. And making his triumphant return to guys in shorts. Stadium announcer for both your Los Angeles Angels and the LA Galaxy. The best voice in the biz, Mr. Michael Araujo. Yeah. Hello, yeah. hello. Yeah. Too kind. Woo. Too kind. Oh. Good to see you. Thanks Good to be so back. much for uh, yeah, thanks for coming back. Yeah, for coming back. It's been actually fun fact. No, you know what? This is a useless stat of the week, Ben. <laughs> useless stat of the week by Jeff Wilson. There we go. Actually, <laughs> you could do much better than that. Michael needs to give you some notes on, <laughs> on your announcing. Oh, I have uh, notes for Ben. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Oh, I love it. Uh, this is episode 155. Ooh. Your first appearance. Was episode 55. Yeah. Wow. A hundred episodes ago. That's exactly. crazy. That wasn't planned at all. Just totally random. Yeah, wow. I looked it up today. Yeah, hundred episodes. So welcome back. Good to see you. Yeah, good to be back. Yeah. This this has got to be a insane time, I would imagine, building up because you have not only the Angels home games starting where you're busy right. every night that they have a home game but right. also the galaxy games going on what what is life like in the Araujo house like is there any sort of planning before going into that or no I, I mean at this point I mean I'm starting my seventh season with with the angels and I mean it's just kind of the drill but yeah. the the main point is I won't see my wife uh, for the next six months. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, during those homestands, because when yeah. when I get up, she's already up. I see her for about 15 minutes and then gone. And I go, I teach, that's my real job. And so I go to school. And then from there, I might take a nap in my car, but then go to the stadium. Wow. And I'm there until, you know, 10, mm-hmm. 10 11 o'clock. Get home, she's already asleep, and then wake up, do it all over again. So, uh, 15 minutes a day is kind of our uh, high bye moments. And yeah, that's about it. That's amazing. You so, teach what, that's actually what, great what? for relationships. <laughs> <laughs> Some might say that's so. a good point. Is that why you're still married? <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm in and are, out. Are is you she... looking to get a job with the angels? Is that, <laughs> yeah. uh, no, oh, is she right. on board with it? Is she does she does she tolerate it because she knows how much you love it? What's the yeah, I mean, I think it's it's probably. More that I mean, if if yeah. she could have me around more, she probably would. But um, so if you have the opportunity to get that gig, I mean, right? And, and that's that's the thing. I don't think I could ever walk away from it. They'll have to fire me. Yeah. Uh, before I, because she would like to move. She's talked about wanting to move out of state, and I oh. said, hey, not a problem. I will. I'm open to it because we're teachers. We can kind of go anywhere. Yeah. But. It, the Galaxy and Angels both have to fire me first. Yeah, and she's yeah. Like, great. We're never moving. So. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Who knows? But uh, uh, you never. That's know. just inspiration to prepare every day. Make sure you do the best job ever. Yeah. Right. Right. So. I hope not. What grade do you teach? I teach right now. I'm doing middle school, so sixth, seventh, and eighth grade uh, special education. I work with emotionally disturbed oh, kids. So okay. They like to throw chairs and flip tables. Oh, wow. And cuss me out and good stuff. <laughs> you know. Wow. <laughs> But it takes well, we'll, a special kind of person to handle all. We that. work with Ben, so it's kind of we, we absolutely, kind of, yeah. you know, and that's that's <laughs> yeah. why I feel like I work so well with Ben because right, right. he's kind of right in my clientele yeah. range. Wow, 
No. I can't back away from anything because oh, that was just rude. Nothing has offended me in 155 episodes. <laughs> Thank you, Mike. Appreciate it. You're no, just special. One, on, thing, one thing. You know how you offend Ben? You start talking about uniforms. Oh, that's, that's how you offend him. Yeah. But we won't do that. Don't worry, Ben. <laughs> Well, let's, uh, Darren, you weren't here last week when no. we talked about the big Trout contract. And Michael, obviously, we'd love to get your sure. thoughts on it. So Mike Trout, huge contract, biggest in sports history. Your thoughts. Go. Yeah, you sure? You're the, you're the leader. <laughs> Go for it. You're, you're the professional. No, no. Uh, so, and I'm going to speak purely from a fan's perspective Good. because I, I am actually a fan I, I don't know if I talked about this I think I did last time I was here but I grew up an angel fan yeah and uh, so this is for sure a dream position obviously it uh, it harkens memories of of the Pujols contract mm-hmm. and I think one difference is there's a well, not much of an age gap, but he was, I believe, 31. Right, so Pujols. it's a couple years. Yeah. So, but that was only 10 years. Right. Versus this is, you know, with the extension at 12. Uh, 12. 12 yeah. So I think I think on the back end, it might hurt yeah. a little bit. But we also have to see where the contracts will be at that point. That's, that's true. Because 12 years from now, mm-hmm. $35 million may still be high, but it may not be record setting right. well obviously it won't be right more than likely. well and actually we had that conversation about uh, golf earlier do you re-sign him this year because right. you know that in four or five years when that contract because you lock him in at whatever the max money is today but four or five years from now that's going to look like it's a good deal right so it's the same idea right uh so i i think in in that regard i think it is kind of as vic said last week it's kind of the wait and see uh-huh and hey i said that too <laughs> uh, you, you compared you compared Mike Trout to Khalil Mack, and and not that Khalil Mack is not amazing. Yeah. Twelve point five sacks yeah. versus the Raiders thirteen. 13. I know. Yeah. I I get that, yeah. but I'm sorry, but Khalil Mack is not the you you would have to compare him to. I mean, Tom Brady's a bit of a stretch because he's already done with his career and really done it. But yeah. but I mean, he's on that trajectory. Yeah. So I think. I think it is something that the Angels had to do, like you talked about. Yes. But I, I think there are some pitfalls. But in the end, like you can't, you can't let him walk away because of the talent that he brings. Because well, I, I actually disagree with, yeah. with the notion that we have to trade him to rebuild. What are we going to get for him that would provide that that stimulus? Because while our farm system still has a lot of work to to do, yeah, catch up, right? It's it's building, yeah. and and the argument that uh, you look at the teams who've won the World Series in the last five years, well, that was a misnomer because the Boston Red Sox they have a bunch of huge contracts along with some yeah. talent yeah. they've brought, and the Dodgers in. are the same way. I mean, we we're paying right. a lot of big money yeah. to like four or five players, but if you look at you know the Bellingers, the Kike Hernandez, the, the you know the those type of players. There's a lot of those that are also filling a lot of those roster spots. So right. there is a good mix of both, like you said, with the uh, the Dodgers and with the uh, Boston Red Sox. Right. So well, not that the Dodgers won the World Series though. Don't. I, uh, <laughs> we were close. close Let's be close. clear. Let's be clear. <laughs> yeah. They didn't. Yeah. He's not my ace. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you do you agree with uh, Vic's statement that uh, Trout would have got more than? What we're paying him? You know, I'm not sure. Based on seeing what Machado got, what Harper got, I don't. I, I think I don't know that he would have. Really? I think. I mean, who's who's going to pay? I mean, the Yankees, because we're talking two years from now. Yeah. So possibly the Yankees would be able to do something with their outfield. The Phillies had talked about spending stupid. Obviously, he would have made sense there. Yeah. But I think you guys made a lot of sense with the, it was a very trout thing to do on a oh, yeah. random Tuesday. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. and, and I, totally. I caught that little inference there while people are eating their oatmeal. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was for Ben. Yeah. That, that was, was an homage that, to me. <laughs> yes, it was. It was. And uh, so I think I think that was. It, it was a very trout thing to do. He was able to do it quietly and squash any nonsense for the next two years yeah. do you feel like the angels were held hostage by the fans 
wanting to re-sign Trout versus that really being what the Angels wanted to do. Like, if the fans weren't so important to the Angels organization, and of course fans are what you play for, if it was just just a decision of, of on the field, do you think the Angels would have made the same decision? Name one team yeah. out of the 30 that wouldn't want Mike Trout. Well, oh, uh, you're right. Every team would want him, but so, at that money is, is sort of the question. But the teams that have that money are would be willing to spend it. Who wouldn't? Who wouldn't? Yeah. Because this is not again. You know, to really compare him to Machado to Harper. Yeah. I think is is not an accurate comparison because he's a better. Yeah, there's no comparison. Yeah. And, and it's, agreed. It's the consistency that he brings that he does it every single year. He's done it for the last yeah. seven years. That's true. Whereas Harper, he had one phenomenal year, and yeah. then everything else he's been, you know, so so. Too, yeah, he hits a lot of jacks. Right. Strikes out way too much. Exactly. Hits yeah. for, you know, modest average. Yeah, but he punches he's... giants in the face, and that's why I like him. <laughs> <laughs> but you got to look at Pretty Trout. Sure. Trout becomes the face of the Angels. He's been the face. Yeah. Yeah, but, you know. But now the long-term face. But now the long-term face for the next 12 years or so. But when you become an Angel fan, you're also a Mike Trout fan. What happens if Mike Trout doesn't get signed? The mutiny that would happen in the next few seasons. But that's that's kind of where I was going with it. And that is that, to me... And I, and I mentioned it last week. I felt yeah. that it was like the low self-esteem of the organization that it's like, if we don't sign him, we're going to lose our fans. Where I think that if you're a strong organization and you lose a player like that, you're still going to have your fan, bit, fan base because they're rooting for the team. And, you know, I, I kind of made the comment, and I, I'd like to get your you know rebuttal on it, that is that Artie Moreno has not gone into the uh, over-the-salary cap where luxury he's had tax, to pay the, right. the luxury tax. And so now you've got Pujol signed at $25 million a season, and you're going to have uh, Trout for $34 million a season. And I don't know what exactly that cap number is, but you got to fill out the rest of the roster with that money. And if that means that now you can't get quality starters or a quality closer or quality relievers in the back end that's going to you know, really help you win games at the end of the season, to me this feels like you did it so that the fans don't leave you, but you're not really serious about contending for a World Series. And that's kind of where I felt that that contract puts the Angels. I mean, the, I think that's a little bit short term because the Pujols contract, I mean, we've got three more years. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, I mean, there's also the possibility that he will be able to restructure something if because if he's serious about possibly wanting to do it while he's during his tenure, yeah. he could you know, come up with some sort of a deal where he could restructure to yeah. free up more money. Well, and you're going to use that money to re-sign Shohei next year? No. You don't think so? No, no, he, he we don't need to. He's a rookie. Well, I thought it was only a two-year deal. No, no, no. Well, I mean, no, because he came in, that was, that was one of the big things. If he had come in when he was 25, right. then he comes in as an international free agent. Correct. This way, he was just a rookie, and so he will go through the whole the arbitration whole, process. Oh, he, okay, yeah. so I didn't know that. I thought yeah. it was only for two years, and then nope. he was able to. Oh, okay. Yeah, so All that's right, why so you guys was, lucked out in that sense. Yeah, it was. That's why it was such a, a big deal. Okay, and and really demonstrated Shohei's desire to to just play in play. Major League Baseball. Yeah, which actually you got to give him credit for doing. That. Right. I don't want to change the subject, but no. that is that is a great thing that he just wanted to come and show his talents in the best league in the world. Right, right, and and he's changed. He's changed the face of baseball. I mean, now there's a there's a designation. They have to indicate whether or not they're a two way player. Really? So, yeah, yeah, that is a, a new oh. rule that when you when you designate your place, they're either a pitcher or a fielder, or they have to be designated as a two way player in order to have really? that. Yeah, and the Angels have two right now: Shohei and then Jared Walsh. He's a minor leaguer, but uh, yeah, he has that designation. So, huh? Yeah. Nice. 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 Love so, it. Darren. Yeah. Did you want, we didn't get your thoughts on Yeah, Trout. we need to hear from you. Well, yeah. <laughs> I'm honestly, you have anything left I'm to honestly add? Mr. Rainbows and Butterflies on this one. Yes. I, I love well this deal. Well done. Good job. At $430 million, I think the Angels got a steal. I, I'm with Victor, the fact that there's probably another team out there. Maybe it be Yankees, maybe it be the Phillies that will pay more than $430 million. But it, it's, it's definitely, a guy who is going to become that face of the angels. You, you really, in, underst- in order to understand the angels and Mike Trout, it, you have to survive those last five years or six years or so when we've kind of been 
not this good team. And it's been hard for the last two seasons. And I want to say, you know, Mike Trout may give us this hope, but I know there's more than just Mike Trout. We have our farm system coming up. I think last season or two seasons ago, we ranked 29th overall. We're probably ranking around 15th or 20th overall or so. Yeah, I think around 20th, depending. Yeah. Yeah. Depending on which, depending uh, on or, which yeah, one you read. Yeah, yeah. read. But we, we have some prospects. Mike Sosha is no longer with this team. So whether Brad Osmus brings that analytics to, to this team or whatnot. But I miss the rainbows and butterflies. I love this deal. I think Trout, though, this is the this is what Mike Trout does. This is the Mr. You know, oatmeal, no sugar way of just happening. It happens, <laughs> I love that that's a thing, man. It happens on a Tuesday morning. It's preseason. Nobody really expected this. And what and what happens? We sign him to four hundred and what, twenty six point five million dollars. Yep, yeah. Yeah. So I love it. I, I love it. that he owns his oatmeal, no sugar. Oh yeah. Yeah. I love it too. <laughs> he does. He does. That's what he does. <laughs> Does that and watches the Weather Channel. So I'm for it. I am so for it. I love it. Yep. All right. Good stuff. Uh, How about we talk about Brad Osmus? Because I feel like that's the kind of the biggest change since last season. What uh, What do you think about Sosha moving on and the new changing of the guard with Osmus? I think it was time for Sosha. Yeah. You know he yes. What was nineteen nineteen years? Nineteen years. Yeah. And. I just, you know, nothing against him. I thought he did a great job during his entire tenure. Mm-hmm. But I think, you know, as you guys have talked about before on the show, sometimes you just need a new voice. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I think with the the shifting of, of players and, and everything, it, it just needed to happen. Well, and also yeah. 20 years, it's a whole different generation. So 20 right. years ago, it was Generation X that was playing baseball, and now it's millennials. And it's a completely different mindset. So... You know, Mike Sosian, I don't know how old he is, but he's probably in his mid to late 50s. No, I think he's in his 60s. Oh, he's in his 60s? Okay, yeah. so he's a baby boomer. So he, you know, so that's that's the group that he played with. And then he managed Generation Xers, and now he's ma- man- managing Millennials. And it's just a completely different ball game. And I, do th- I don't think that the game passed him by, but I do think that how you handle personnel, that that's just different. And over time, like you had mentioned, you just you, your voice is just not the same in a locker room when you've been there for 20 years. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You got a player you're excited about this season? Well, I mean, I think I'm I'm excited to see what Cole Calhoun can do in terms of rebounding. Yeah, if he's back to form. Well, and and he was really the last half of last season. He uh, if he had played that way, he would have projected out like I think it was 34, 35 home runs. He would have hit. So, you know, in the mid to high two. So. If we can just get that, because that's a huge piece. Yeah. And, you know, is, is he our premier guy? No, but he's he's one of those key support pieces that, that plays a big role. Uh, I think I'm always excited to watch Andrelton Simmons. Yeah. Uh, I, honestly, I think so outside of Mike Trout, he's, he's your best player. Oh, yeah. I would agree. agree. Uh, was it last last year during the, the Crosstown series with the Dodgers? Mm-hmm. I, I don't watch a lot of Angel games, you know, that's a, a big Shocker. secret. But I was watching those games, and that dude is a stud. Yeah, well, nothing you don't have him. Spectrum, though, right? That's part of the Well, problem. no, I watch it on Fox Sports West, that's why. <laughs> Anybody in our farm system that you're really excited to? Uh... I mean, the, I think the easy answer is Joe Adele. Okay. Uh, but there was, oh, I'm going to draw a blank on his name. But he, I think he was number 90, Jose, Jose something. This kid was mashing during the two games that we just had. Yeah. And because unfortunately, I didn't get to watch much of spring training because it was all during the day for the most part. Right. But uh, he just came up and he just hit, hit, hit. Yeah. So uh, he, but I think he's he's young and he's not necessarily on the radar for the this big club. But, uh, but yeah, he's someone that okay. it was crazy. This, I mean, he was just spraying it everywhere and, and, Hit them where they ain't, and that's what he was doing. Yeah. Nice. I love it. Spe- speaking of that, I, I want to kind of take a little tangent on that. How do you feel about the shift and players not being – like when you know you have a power hitter that's up and everybody shifts to that side, yeah. his power side. How do you feel as a pure baseball fan that these guys I – feel, I feel insulted that they can't hit it opposite field to get a double when essentially defensively that's what they're giving up. How do you feel about it? Well, so, I mean, because – Ben's old school. Yeah, no, I mean, initially, <laughs> I I would have agreed with you. Okay, but uh, you know, reading different articles and and stuff, some of the 
some of the perspective from the the players themselves because you know they're answering that question. And I would love to hear that. Yeah, so and, what's, what's going and on? And they their take is the moment you change doing what you do, they've won. Because if you start, if you are a three percent hitter, you know that three percent of the time you're going to hit it down third base line. Yes. And so they shift away from there, right? Because even at short, you're only at twelve percent. So they're giving up that fifteen percent. Yeah. The fact, the moment that you, well, that they feel that they start targeting that. Okay. They've changed your game, so they've won. But if you get guaranteed a double but, every time you go up to bat, and you got a guy on second, and that scores a run, and that's the difference in a game, to me, well, but they wouldn't shift important. with a guy on second, okay, well, because they'd leave third base open, so they can't that's do true. that. Okay. So oh, it's I love Michael. Yeah. <laughs> love when somebody's here to call you on your BS. <laughs> no, I mean that's a good point. That, okay, on first, but but my point is, is that there could be a, a, a spot in a game where that shift, if you were to get that double, could help your team advance a guy to third. You know, you get a double, put put your team in a situation to. Score. I guess that's where I was going. Yeah. And and to me, I feel insulted that you know some of these guys are being paid $50,000 an at-bat, and right. they can't hit opposite field. And it's like, you know, as a consummate professional, you should know how to do that in situations where your team needs it. Well, I mean, I guess I would I would say they're taking a book out of – or a page out of Shaq's book. Yeah. Where, well, hey, you know, listen, hey, you let's can't not get on the NBA free throws. You, you, can't, <laughs> right, you can't be good at everything, right? Yeah. And so I think, I think that's where they, they take it. They – because what are the odds that they're going to be able to bunt the ball down or, you know, slap, hit? You know, you get a power hitter, and now we're asking them to, to Rod Carew it down, you know, down the right. third base line. Right. It's not as easy as as it sounds. And, yes, they're professionals, but they're professionals playing in a sport where if you're successful 30% of the time, you're an all-star. Yeah. So it's just not yeah. as easy. I mean, you know, it would I would say – to me, it looks easy to throw a baseball from mm-hmm. one side into the dugout. Ah, oh, here we go. Here we go. I mean, it looks easy, right? It did look easy. You know, oh, I'm making excuses. It, it was a lot harder I than I thought it was going to be. Right. Could not and, be happier. And, that, right and that's my point. They make it look, look easy. That proves that he listens to the show. I'm going to give you a standing ovation. He deserves it. Oh, well done. But well, they make it look easy, and and it's not. Yeah, and, that's true. And so so it's hard for me to argue because I I do like deep down I think I agree with you. Like yeah, come on, just drop it right there. Yeah. But it's yeah. obviously not that easy. Yeah. yeah. All right. Are the Angels going to take a step forward this season? Uh what do you mean a step forward? <laughs> <laughs> I mean better than uh, what did we? Are we at five hundred? We you were eighty and eighty two last year. Yeah, eighty and eighty two. Uh, I would say yes. I think I think we we made and that's that's an interesting thing that that Epler has done. You know, we've talked a lot about the long term contracts that Correct. we're committed to. Yes, but he also made brought in a lot of one year guys. Yeah, the Trevor Cahill's, the Matt Harvey, and so these guys have a lot. We of We only potential. have what Pujols, Trout, and Upton through the next beyond the that's next true. two years. You guys years. still have Upton. After yeah. that, yeah. and that was a big deal. I totally yeah. forgot about yeah. that. Yeah, he's a good. We have he's him. He's a great player. Yeah. Right, right. So, but other than that, it's uh, all yeah. Because I don't know. I don't know how long Calhoun is for. He's only yeah. like maybe another. two. I read something. It's just those three guys. Yeah. That we have so so that's that's where I look at it and say, you know, we've got an opportunity to potentially compete if these guys rebound. You know, Cody Allen as our closer, but. If not, it's not like you could be the Lakers. That's how I mean, honestly what you're saying right now is that's how we felt when LeBron signed. And it's yeah. like, oh, we signed a bunch of one year deals. Right, right. We don't know what this team's gonna look like next year, but you know, there's veterans. If they play to forum, they can make the playoffs. No, I, I totally get it. So so it could be a dumpster fire or right, it could work it could, out well. It could. Because yeah. if if our pitchers I mean Andrew Heaney back on the back on, yeah. Uh, yeah. Injured I L injured reserve. Injured list. Injured list. Yeah, I L you're right. That's gonna be hard to remember. All right. So we're moving, we're moving in the right direction, potentially the really right direction, depending on how well Calhoun does mm-hmm. and, and what happens with the team. I love it. All right. Yes. Ben, yes. you want to talk some Dodgers? Let's talk Dodgers. All right. What, what do you got? Are they are they taking a step forward? Are they going to win a World yeah, Series they're going to win it? You know, the way I look at it is I don't think that there is a team in the National League that significantly improved. So I think that the path to the World Series is similar to the way it was last year. Not the Phillies? No. Hell no. No. I don't think that the Phillies are, are, are going to be 
taking two steps forward. I, last year, I don't know what they were exactly last year, but I don't think that Harper is going to help anybody win. No, but not just Harper. I they was, signed oh, JT Realmuto. Okay. And uh, what is a pitcher or two that they signed that were... I'm not worried about it. I, I, I think... <laughs> Honestly, I think I if the Dodgers it. if the Dodgers play Dodger baseball, I think they could make the World Series. What scares me, and it's exactly what happened the last two years, is that the American League at the top, you guys have some stud teams. Yep. Boston isn't going to go away. Houston, Houston is yeah. not going away. The Yankees right now are, are making you know with all the all the signings that they've made. If they can get their pitching resolved, I think that they're going to be somebody to contend with. So if they see either of those three teams, it's a crapshoot. The Dodgers have to play well, and Clayton Kershaw needs to pitch like an ace. And you know where I stand on that. I don't think <laughs> that he's ever going to pitch like an ace. And so it's hard for me to say the Dodgers are going to win a World Series. But I think that going into the season, it's World Series or bust like it has been for the last three years. And – you know, this offseason, you know, they, they did go after Bryce Harper, and, and the rumors were that they offered, I think it was four years, $180 million. I'm really glad that he opted to not sign with the Dodgers because I think that it – listen, I mean, it's, it's nice to have a guy that can hit 40 jacks, but when you strike out 200 times, you know, you're striking out with guys on second and third when you need somebody to just get a base hit. And I don't want that guy making $45 million a season. So I was really hoping he was going to sign with the Giants and hurt them for the next <laughs> 10 years, but – uh, the Dodgers, I mean, outside of, I think it was uh, the, the the outfielder from the Diamondbacks, and I'm drawing a blank on his name. A.J. Pollock. A.J. Pollock. So we made that signing, but really outside of that, it's been very quiet. Um, I think the Dodgers are going to rely on the younger talent, the Bellingers, the mm-hmm. you know the uh, Chris Taylors, and, and, and the guys that they've brought up from their farm system. They know that they've got some guys in their farm system that will still be able to come yeah. up and help them over the next couple of years. So I don't think they want to get rid of that talent. I think that the Dodgers are looking at this long-term. They want to be like the Yankees were in the 90s, and they want to be in the playoffs contending for 10 years. And I think that the Dodgers are doing that. And at some point, if we can get an ace, we may win a World Series. Now, is this the year? If everything li- If the stars line up, it can be. But it's going to be a difficult path going through the American League, and that's kind of how I feel. Yeah. You know, the interesting right. thing about the Yankees, though, when their crop came up, yeah. Jeter, Mariano. Oh, yeah. All that. That was, they won the World Bernie Series. Williams. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They mm-hmm. won the World Series that first year. Mm-hmm. And then they won again in 98, 99. Yeah, I think they won like three consecutive years. Uh huh. Yeah. Just saying. I mean, yeah. Comparatively to the Dodgers, they're right. not quite. No, I, I, I totally get it. And so, <laughs> it, 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 listen, I'm telling you, it can happen. I, I don't think. The, the National League is going to be the problem. If the Dodgers play up to their potential, they can be there again. So and, oh, sorry. No, and if and if they if they if they play well in the World Series, you know, it's a crapshoot. So here's where I think the the one. While I don't disagree with you, mm-hmm. I think where the National League could present problems mm-hmm. is like what the Cleveland Indians have dealt with, and what even the Angels in 2014, when I mean, we just ran away with the American League West. The Indians have run away with the AL Central. Oh yeah, and they get and complacent. With, and I and I feel like the the Diamondbacks and Rockies have regressed a little bit. Yes, they have. And so it could be a situation where if the Dodgers are playing the way they have the last couple seasons, yeah, that they could have meaningless baseball for two weeks well, leading into the playoffs. The good oh, news, that the good news, us yeah. Team. The yeah. good news about Dodger baseball is we don't actually start playing till like the late May games. Well, that's, that's <laughs> So that's we're usually about seven games true. under 500, that's you know, true. going into May, so we have to catch up the rest of the summer. If we play Dodger baseball that way, we'll be right in the thick of the playoff race in, in, in August and September. But do you think that's a possibility that they could have some meaningless they do it games? every year. I don't know why, but they come out of the gate slow every – I don't know if it's that Roberts – you know, just tones it down in the beginning of the season, and and, and he's letting the guys figure it out. I, I I sure as hell don't know what it is, but the formula has been let's fall behind, and then we go on a twenty game win streak in in June or July. Yeah, and all of a sudden we're we're at the top of the division, and then we maintain for the rest of the year. It it has to be something with analytics or or the way they're managing it because yeah. it's been so consistent these last couple of years that I. I can't imagine that players just come out flat for the first forty games. I just I don't see it happening. You know what's crazy is. Is this the first time that there has been a only a twenty five percent ratio 
of Dodger fans? Yes. Yes. I think uh, you're right. Yeah, yeah I wow. think so. You're outnumbered. Hey, and wow. you know what? And I will talk more than the rest of you guys. <laughs> and I will own I will own this microphone. So, this so, is my uh, show. And, it's gonna be our lowest <laughs> it's gonna be our lowest rated show. Yeah, because we're talking, we're talking mostly angels. angels. <laughs> and, and and but so not not to commandeer your show, but no, I am no. curious to ask the lone Dodger fan. No, here, please do. Your take on on Puig. Uh, okay, yeah. This th- hold on, I'm pouring some whiskey. There you go. Oh, he's getting fired up. Fill her up. All right, I have mixed emotions. Right. I feel like it was a good move for the Dodgers to get rid of him because I feel that in the locker room he was sort of a poison. And and sometimes it's addition by subtraction. Like sure. even though on the field his arm, his speed, his you know, just the inspiration that he has when he goes out and he's just cheering for himself, he gets the team all all right. juiced up in the playoffs. He brings a lot to the table, but if the rest of the season he is a distraction and and he hurts the ball club, I'm sad to see him leave, but I think that it, it is actually probably good for the Dodgers organization. But personally, he was my favorite player. And and well, I love not surprising. I, yeah, I loved every, <laughs> I loved everything Cancer about Cancer in the locker room, <laughs> oh, you know, yes. showboater hey, on the field. Picking your bats. Are we talking Bryce Harper? Yeah. Or are we talking Puig? Yeah. I will ask you this from a baseball perspective, on a on a just pure talent. Who do you think is a better player, Harper or Puig? Because Harper signed for $300 million. Yeah. Or whatever, 330 or whatever it was. 330 for yeah. 13, yeah. And personally, I I think Puig is a better player, but it's Harper is, you know, he's an all-American boy. You know, I think it's the way he's being promoted through Major League Baseball mm-hmm. that he gets that type of contract. But I think on the field, I think Puig is a better player. Who's who's more consistent? I feel like they're both. You look not at their really stats. It's pretty. Enough. It's pretty darn close. They strike out a lot. They hit for the, about the same average. The difference is that Harper hits more home runs than than Puig does. But Puig has got a better arm and I think he's better yeah. defensively. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, well, he's but although he he most. can even even with the arm, he can still be a defensive liability. Oh, when he misses with, his cutoff, yeah, guy. Misses yeah. cutoff. You know, lately though, he hasn't been doing that as much. But uh, yeah, it it really tore my heart because though. And I, I've talked about it on the podcast. I don't have a lot of jerseys or a lot of T-shirts. Right. The one Dodger T-shirt that I do have is I have a Kemp one he left, and I have a Puig one. <laughs> In and the now same he's deal. gone. So now I need to go buy another one. I don't yeah. know who it's going to be at this point. None of them are officially licensed. By the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you buy them in the parking lot somewhere from a guy that says, "Hey, this is officially licensed. I'll give you two for seven dollars." Oh man! Speaking of unofficially licensed stuff, let's move on. Yeah, let's do it. And talk about your beloved big baller, which you were the only one sporting any gear from that. You However, did, yeah. it was not officially licensed. It was big not. Yeah. Maybe if it was licensed, they wouldn't be folding, Ben. Yeah. Well, you ever think about that? It, yeah. They were overpriced for their. Listen, I wanted to buy a shirt and support them. When I went online and I saw it was $60 for a t shirt or $45, I don't remember that's what it was. ridiculous. But it was asinine. I was like, there is nobody in this world that's going to go pay that much for a t shirt. You know, and so yeah, you're right. I went. I bought the a knockoff. The hipsters do. You could have yeah. bought five hundred dollars shoes. Yeah, I wasn't going to do that either. So I bought a knockoff, <laughs> Break your and ankle. I did. I yeah. did hurt. I did hurt their brand by doing that. But uh, I did mention it earlier that I I was a little bit sad to see that they are going to go under, and and isn't because it's the Ball family or whatever. What I liked about the idea was that it go it went against the grain. Yeah. It went against what everybody oh, says. Most and that is that when answer you, ever, right? When you when you break it into the league, you know, Zion Williamson, guess what? You know, even though his Nikes blow up, Nike's gonna pay him even more money that he doesn't sign with Adidas or somebody else. And you know it's it's three companies, right? It's it's Reebok, it's Adidas, and it's Nike. That's where all the money is, that's where all the sponsorships go. So I liked the idea that somebody said, I'm not going to give my money to one of those other big corporations. I believe in myself, and I'm going to start it. So in that respect, I was rooting for the for the big baller brand. Um, so, yeah, it's a little bittersweet. I'm sad that it's going to end up folding. But at the same time, what I think is going to happen, similar to the XFL with the NFL. Remember all the little things that the XFL did? The NFL took all the great ideas, and it made them a better product. I think the next really – not maybe not Zion because it's too soon, but the next Zion Williamson, the next LeBron James that comes into the league won't sign with Nike. They're going to follow that. Really? Blueprint. You think so? I do. Even though it failed? Correct. Because I think that Ball was not that player. Ball hmm. was never, he never had the talent to be able to carry a franchise like yeah. that. And I'm not talking Laker franchise, I'm talking a, a shoe franchise. Right. But yeah. but I think you know if you get a Zion, a Zion Williamson or you get a LeBron James coming out of high school 10 years from now, somebody's going to look at this blueprint and say, you know what, we're going to get the right people involved. And 
this guy is legit. This guy is going to be in this league for 15 or 20 years. He's going to be the next LeBron, the next Kobe, the next Michael. And then I think it's going to work. So I'm rooting for that. Yeah. I can see that. That makes sense. Yeah. That's a Come on, Michael. Tell me why you disagree. Well, no, no, Michael. <laughs> well, okay, so I kind of like that. Answer. Actually, I, I have a question. Yeah. Ben, do you watch Ball in the Family? No. No. I watch you the Kardashians. Should. Really? Is, you should. Do you watch do you every watch reality show, Ben? All right. I, you I, know do. What? I do. I'll watch it's an good? episode. Yeah. I, well, I mean, I like it. I think. What I, channel is that on? It's, it's on, on Facebook. Oh, is it on oh, Facebook? I, I think okay. you can see it on oh, YouTube, wow. too. But yeah, it's on Facebook. And so here's what I actually do like about it. I feel like. You know what? What you see in the media about Lavar is all this. You know he's brash, he's right? All that, and and this gives you a behind the scenes look, a, a more tangible experience of of who he really is as a person. Yeah. And and I and as as a as a galaxy person, I've seen that with Zlatan. Mm-hmm. Okay. He he understands his role in the media and yeah. in in the as a public figure. Yeah. He puts on a, a persona. And then, you know, he's very clear that, you know, when I'm with my kids, no, that's different. And and he's been very open to the media yeah. about that. And I feel like LeVar Ball is similar. Yeah. And his his brashness has not been as well received as Zlatan's. But it, I think what I like about the show is it gives you... The that, inside look at yeah, it. Yeah, and, and you can see the person, I think so. Him? Yeah, because his wife has gone through some you know, medical, She's had medical yeah. issues. Yeah. yeah, she had a stroke, and, and so you get to see him working with her and, and just how he cares about her and, and, and is supporting her. So That was something we talked about on the show. Is we weren't sure how mm-hmm. calculated his, his persona is. And, right. and the one thing that you could say in his favor is he does he doesn't just talk the talk like he walks the walk he's coached his kids well he's, and so that takes a vested interest in yeah. his children like what like Ed, right. when was that a bad thing when ed o'bannon was on our show that's what he talked about and he said you know i i maybe i don't agree with the message but right. what i what i appreciate is that he's there for his family right. and that you know he will do whatever it takes to put his family's for the yeah. foot forward. I mean, look at Lori Loughlin. That, like he paved well, the way for. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Let's not get passionate, Wait Jeff. About uh, who do you like? That again. Who's the worst person, Lori Loughlin or Bob Kraft? Oh, oh man. Oh, Bob, Bob Kraft. <laughs> of course. <laughs> and it's not even close. <laughs> so, right. but, so here, but here's the thing, you know, that I also appreciate about and and kind of piggybacking off what you were saying. Yeah about kind of breaking the mold is as I I don't really follow the NCAA anymore. I, I used to, but I don't because I just feel like they're making so much money and these these student athletes mm-hmm. are not benefiting at all. And I, okay, you can argue sure they get free tuition, but yeah. it doesn't it, it's not apples to apples in terms of how much money is being generated Correct. off of what they're doing. And it, it's basically a minor league system for football. It's a minor league system for basketball. Mm-hmm. It's a partial minor league system for baseball. But then you look at you know all the the female sports and and what you know the softball. Mm-hmm. They have huge followings. And then I actually watch those games when they're on ESPN. Yeah, and yeah, stuff. And, I like them. And where do, where did those girls go after? They don't have the leagues where they can yeah. make that money. They got Team USA. That's right. It. And and so. You know, but you look at these these players, these basketball players, football players, where they're selling a UCLA jersey with the number of that player, and I don't think they typically will have the name on it. But you know, any of that is driven by that particular student athlete. Correct. And why aren't why isn't there a trust fund? Then be okay, fine. Yeah. You can't be paid yeah. right now, but for every jersey that you sell, you're going to get, get a two percentage bucks of it or we'll whatever to you when you graduate. Right. right. And that's part of your, you know, when you leave, yeah. are the we university. eventually going to see that? I feel I like I would hope that, so. I cry for it that is getting like louder yeah. and louder. Yeah. yeah. And, and you know what, do it even do it a, a, a tiered system where you, you get X amount per Jersey or whatever it is. And when you graduate, you get the full amount. If you don't stay the full four, you don't actually graduate. Well, let me ask you this. Then you get a little bit less, but yeah. there's still something. Oh, yeah, so let yeah, me yeah. ask you this. Yeah. Oh, boy, this is really going off on a tangent. But, <laughs> um, so let's say you do pay these players, and then you have that running back that goes to a bowl game that isn't in the final four and isn't a national championship, and he doesn't want to get hurt because he doesn't want to hurt his draft status. 
and he opts to not play in that big game. Do you think that these colleges are going to withdraw that money and say, well, you didn't play? You know, or- But if they're getting paid, why wouldn't they play? Because yeah, I, yeah. I feel like I, I see your point. That would change the because I'll be when honest, they're not getting well, paid. That's when they. But when you look at it, and it's like, out. they're going to say, "Okay, we sold two thousand jerseys at two dollars a piece. So that's four thousand dollars, or hell, it's call it twenty five thousand right. or fifty thousand right. dollars something worthwhile at the end of the season." But I know that if I don't get hurt, I'm going to sign a multi million dollar deal. It's still never going to make sense for them to play. Yeah. You know, so. I, I, even though I, I agree with you, I think that you know at some point they should get paid. I, I, I still don't think that it's really going to change anything. Well, and I mean, I guess to your point, it's it's hard to argue with that scenario. Yeah, but I think in it's con- not a reason not to do it. In conjunction, like it- in conjunction with it, I think what needs to change is at least in in the on the football side, which is kind of what we're talking about. Yeah, is. Like why are why are they playing all of these non conference games? Yeah, that that throws off the the ranking schedule. You know all that kind of stuff. Just play your conference games, and then those teams that that advance. You know the top two, whatever they go into a, a bracket of sixty four or yeah. whatever. Yeah. You know and and structure it something like that so you have a legit playoff system yeah. like basketball does. Yeah. And then the other teams, you know, if their season is shorter, then they can, you know, maybe there are a couple games that they're going to play after, or there's, a, you know, the NIT, and, and yeah. they, they qualify for the secondary tournament. And and so you get an NIT champion, you get an NCAA champion, and, and do something like that. But you reduce the number of games, because that's the whole argument, right, is yeah. well, we, can't, the, the we, can't do, yeah. we can't do a tournament uh, with all these teams because then they're playing too many games. Right. But they're scheduling all these non-conference games why not eliminate that and then yeah. do a real playoff? Yeah. yeah. No, I that I, I could get behind that. I love it. That'll keep Alabama out of the championship because they always <laughs> they always assign, you know, some cream puff to play or like <laughs> every other week so they can get healthy so they whatever the tough oh, games are, State. they can be ready to play. Yeah. Oh man. All right, all right. We gotta move on. Ben, you're you're taking us way long here. Sorry. Yeah, I wanted no, to do this in thirty minutes. Yeah, yeah. It's you Mike's fault. Always say that. Yeah, right. Sure, blame me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I want to talk about Ballpark DJ, but yeah. uh, oh. before we do that, I got a question for you. Is there a name, a new name on the Angels uh, roster that you're excited about announcing? Do you, do you practice the names ahead of time when it's a new thing, or does it just I come out organically? Don't. I I don't. I like it to just come out organically. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess maybe the new name, we got this uh, young guy coming up. Uh, his name is Mike Trout. Oh, never heard of him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, he. You will. I think. Is he worth anything? (laughs) Well, no. uh, Sponsored by Quaker Oats. Wow. (laughs) What about Tommy Listella? Oh yeah, that's a fun name. Yeah, that one. That one. uh, I did get to introduce him a couple times uh, on the Freeway series. Oh, okay. Yeah, the Freeway series. And so uh, he he was fun. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of has a nice, like you said, you know, kind of rolls off. Yeah. So you you never practiced Shohei Otani? Because no. I butchered that for like a month. Yeah, <laughs> you just you just do it in the stadium. And yeah, I mean I make sure I have right. the right pronunciation, but sure. uh, no. And how do you I, get that? Does the player tell it. you or no? No, that's like old school. I guess there's some still some announcers that will go, but that's I, it's been made clear that's not really my role. Yeah. Uh, so media relations well, or. Uh, I mean, for me, my my real go to is the away broadcasters, usually radio. They're they're usually the. I don't want to say friendliest, but they're closest, and they don't have the same schedule that TV has. Yeah, where they're doing the you gotcha. know the pre uh, pre stuff, and so all their stuff's usually recorded, so I can go in and bug them. Gotcha. Ah, yeah. I just yeah. get kind of jealous when uh, Michael has his uh, dinner on the ledge. Well, <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. some good spreads that you have up there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You can see those on Instagram. Yeah. Heck yeah, <laughs> Michael. Yeah. Follow Michael on Instagram. We'll- Get your info, because yeah, that's always exciting to see the dinner on the list. I'm following. I'm following Melody okay. Morales. Well, yeah, that that's exciting too. <laughs> Sorry, Michael, but yeah, that's no, that's pretty yeah, exciting. Uh, but dinner on the ledge, love it. Also, ballpark DJ. Let's talk about that. Yeah, so ballpark DJ is an app that I I was uh, I came to know about uh, about a well, I guess a year ago in June, mm-hmm. and I was approached by the the founder of it the owner and he basically said we have this app you know can you give me five minutes i have a business proposal 
And I was like, mm, I don't know what's what's going on. I feel like anybody, anytime somebody comes to you with a business proposal, ooh, yeah, I mean, I want it. somebody to yeah. come to me with a business proposal. <laughs> so I was open to you know uh, listening to it, but th- what really sold me was uh, the Atlanta Braves announcer was already involved. Okay, so I didn't I didn't know him. Casey Motter's his name. I didn't know him at the time, but I've since gotten to meet him, and he gave me a little tour of of his area in Atlanta. And so the the founder is in Atlanta, and it's basically he had a kid who was playing baseball. He's a big baseball fan, wanted that same kind of experience that you would get at the the big league park for his kids. And so he was looking for apps, and there were some, but nothing that really met his his level of expectation because right. he's a he's a IT guy. And uh, so he basically just started creating one and and so he's worked with some developers and and i mean he still troubleshoots it almost every day you know when when he gets feedback and so and so what is the app so the app is it's ballpark dj and and it basically is an opportunity for any parent to have an iphone or android and they connect it to a, a speaker standalone speaker at at their little league game softball games and they can have walk up music and they can they can have they can adjust everything. I mean, from the audio levels to how it interacts with the announcer, and so then they can oh, voice wow. they can voice their own. So they can record themselves saying, you know, now batting number five, Jeff Wilson, and and have that. Where we come in, and I say we myself, and there's four other major league announcers, and we they have the option to to select us. For three dollars a kid, oh wow! And and then we get a notification that we have an order for eleven names, and we pull it up, and it says so. It tells us exactly what to record. The parent has the option to say the name themselves, so that we get pronunciation. Correct. Yeah. So that they can okay. just we can just blow through it, and and then we uh, we do it. Like I I just had one. I've had like thirty six, and I got one here uh, while I was here. So another eleven names that I'll do when I get home. That's so cool. And and then uh, they have it for the season, and they can. Yeah. You can know, you have... write your own script? Like if I if I didn't want to do it for baseball, but wanted to do it for something else. Yeah, we've had we've had people for for from uh, kickball teams to softball to basketball, soccer, but then uh, a wedding. Yeah, a wedding that's what party. I'm talking like oh, outside of sports. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. So I, it's funny because you guys made well, we we made mention of it that I had gone to the Galaxy event. That Eric was performing in. Yeah. And so you did the intro Correct. and outro. I wasn't there for the intro, but I did see the outro. Yeah. And you, man, you really do have a great voice. And you're very and, kind. No, it, it was, <laughs> it, it gives, it, it gave that show so much legitimacy on the way out. Just the way you handled it, the way, just with the music and everything, mm-hmm. how it was just seamless. And so I had the thought, I was like, if I ever was going to do something cool, whether it was at work or, or something else, It'd be sort of neat to have you by my side to do that sort of thing. So if if I could come up with that it's sort of event, it's gonna cost more than three dollars. Well, then. shit, I'd pay ten. But Sign I, me up. But if I said, as long Mike, as during summer or spring break, I'm in. If I said, Mike, you got to provide a nice dinner though. I want you to say this. Like, can you do that on the app? I just out of curiosity. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I haven't had anyone request that yet. But uh, yeah, I know they've done like weddings or yeah. whatever. I mean, it, it's pretty much. Uh, uh, that's such a good idea, right? Yeah, and and three bucks a name, I feel like, is a steal to tell your kids this is the guy who announces the games at Angel Stadium. Your kid's an Angel fan, like that's right. Even if they're not, if they're just a fan of baseball, yeah, like, that's just, a huge. I, I just deal. had a team from Marietta, and and they noted that you know most of the team are Angel fans, or the kids are Angel fans, and so they're going to be so excited to have you announce it. And I mean, so the other teams that we have, um, or the other announcers we have, are from Atlanta from Chicago, Northsiders. So they've got the Cubs there, got uh, the Tampa Bay Rays, and then the New York Mets. Okay. So, and so, I mean, you look at Atlanta and just like regionally, there's oh, everyone yeah. in that region. They, yeah. Sure. Why wouldn't they want the Braves announcer? And sure. he's got, I mean, he's got a, this epic voice and like, I can't even do it. And uh, and then, you know, Cubs fan, you think of the Cubs nation and and all yeah. the people that are going to be so excited to have you know the cubs announcer actually introduce their sure. kid yeah at the look and you get to you know pair it with the music you have the fade in fade out you can do the crossover and it's all super easy because i mean i just messed with it for five minutes and i figured it yeah. out it, yeah. it was so simple so so 
Well, don't go very far because I have about sixty names for my son's travel Sweet. tank. Oh, I got I would you. Love do you, you have one hundred eighty dollars? Well, I'm going to charge. I got pay some money. I'm charging them ten dollars each. Of course he <laughs> oh, wow, look at that. That's but, man. But going into tournaments, we have the walk-up music, but yeah. we don't have them an announcer right. saying their names. Right. But that would go. bring a different effect to Ballpark it. Ballpark right. DJ. Right. That's great. Yeah. So, so I mean, would you mind? Giving us a little taste. I, I have a few like questions here. If we could maybe do a few little uh, sure. What do you announcement? Want? Okay. Well, I mean, I feel like the the awesome one would be. I mean, what if I played for the Angels and was <laughs> how about no? What, coming wait, hold up on. to bat? Can I make it better? I play for the Angels. No, 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 no. I got one for you. <laughs> oh, do you have one? I've got a better one for you. Oh, you right, guys right, right, right. Sit still. All right. I've got an even better one. I just want the attention to be on me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've got a good one. All right. All right, so so, let's say and, I'm betting for the Angels. Right. Okay. Wait, so and and the parents have that option. They can they can choose to have it done however they want. Yeah. So it could just be number five, Jeff Wilson. It could be now batting number five, Jeff Wilson, or you could say now batting for your Angels, number five, Jeff Wilson. But what number should I be? Uh, I love five. Yeah. five. How about sixty nine? I was born on number sixty nine. Oh, five. Five's my favorite number. Yeah. I, I was born January 5th, so hey, ah, I, I have the same affinity for right. five. That's why when you said, I knew I was episode 55, but and it's episode crazy 155. 155. Five it is. Wow. All right. And, and a quick random story. I won't go too deep into no, it, love but it. Uh, love random foul stories. balls. So I people ask me, I've caught uh, seven total now. but You got, actually, I think we... Talk, I think what? I text with you one game when well, we you got a, you caught a foul ball. You're going to steal I don't know a story. If I'm ruining your story, you but <laughs> it was mentioned on TV. Uh, oh yeah, Victor Rojas. Yeah, sometimes. Out yeah, well, because they make fun of me because I wear a glove. Oh, so really? they're like, oh, you know, real men. Yeah, catch you barehanded. <laughs> like, hand. If I had but big hands like you, dudes, out but on TV. Yeah, yeah, that has happened. Uh, so, but this was sorry to hijack your. No, story. No, no, it's fine. You're Speaking right, of the number five, though, so. I, uh, Albert Pujols. It, it wasn't. It wasn't. So it's only left-handed batters. From where I sit, those are the ones that come okay. to me. But it was the the fifth foul ball that I caught was by the number five batter in the lineup. Okay. Whose number f- was five, and his name was Jay Bruce, whose last name five letters. Oh man! Like there were a wow. lot that's, of fives. That's a sign. I'm just saying. That is, anyway. yeah, no five. <laughs> and he bought a lottery ticket, and he's still sitting with us That's today, right. so I'm it didn't work here. out. Yeah. <laughs> so Wilson, five it is. Uh, All right. All right. Here we go. Shh, shh, shh. Now batting for your Angels, number five, Jeff Wilson. Oh my gosh! <laughs> you that was go- amazing. You get goosebumps all I over. Did. Yeah, I bet you did. Oh man! <laughs> now the pressure's on. I'm going to strike out, but but <laughs> I love it. I love it. That was that was awesome. Okay, how about? Could we do Darren, but he's playing Darren for Butt? the away team? Oh, wait, Darren Basa, <laughs> because it's a different, it is. it's a different it's style. Yeah, Let's yeah. hear Darren, All but right. he's playing for the visitors. <laughs> Darren's so upset because he's gonna, like, he would have taken this home and shown his wife and everybody. <laughs> but no, Screw it's for the away you. team. Conspiracy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Darren. Gotta, Darren, what number? Uh, give me number uh, sixteen. My number favorite 16. number. Yes. All right. All right. Uh, let's see. What, what, who are you gonna be for the Dodgers? Wait, wait, what? <laughs> Astros? Rays? I'll at least take the Astros. How okay. about that? Okay. And he's going to be leading off. Okay. So, and, and, ah, that, oh, that's yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. actually okay. something that, I, I don't know, most people probably don't notice, but I actually never say now batting. Oh, really? The only time, the only time I will say now batting is if it's in the middle of an inning, there was a pitching change, so then ah, I would naturally need to right. reintroduce. But otherwise, yeah. I just say Batting yeah. position. Well, we, no, I don't even do that. We well, don't do that. Nope. It's just. You don't even need to know. It's obvious. Right. Probably. So, I mean, so the only other one I do is leading off. Okay. So leading Lead off, off gets yeah. set. Otherwise, it's just shortstop. Number oh. two, Andrelton Simmons. Oh, I love this. I love this. Okay. All right. So number Darren 16. Darren but he's a visitor. Leading off for the Astros. No, that was too much. Huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> leading off for the Astros. 16. Oh, wait. No, what position are you? Um, he's uh, left out. Left out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude, I'm already on the away team. Come on. All right. All right. Who cares? First baseman. Let's go. All right. So, and, and I actually am I'm, I'm thinking about this because this is actually how I would do at the stadium 
because for ballpark DJ, they never give us positions because they can oh, move right, right. around all over. Yeah. Right. So, uh, so let me go ballpark DJ style. No okay. Position. Okay. Yeah. Leading off for the Astros, number sixteen, Darren Besa. Oh, nice. Yes. yes. Love it. Love so it. good. So that, boring. That's, it is a different. Leading off for your Angels, number sixteen, Darren Besa. Oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> It is, and he gets it is so chills. much better. It's amazing how much different it, it is. Visitor versus home team. My God, we should we should have him do your son. Could you? Could could you do? Oh, let's let's say. Let's Aiden, say I'm embarrassed Aiden, for Mike now. Aiden Besa, <laughs> shortstop. <laughs> I'm sorry, shortstop. You're, you're, uh, you're like Besa. the hot chick at the party. Do you do you take Venmo or? Yeah, Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, ten bucks. You're gonna have to pay him ten bucks because you already said that you're gonna sell this for more than. Yes. All right, number fifty-six. Number fifty-six. Aiden Besa. Now batting number fifty-six, Aiden Besa. Oh, that's so awesome! He has something to share now with his entire oh, team. That's so cool! That's so love cool! Love it! I love this. Thank okay, you. I are got. You, are you going to put that up on uh, Vimeo? To <laughs> yeah, poor Vic. Yeah, Vime- Vimeo. <laughs> I had to. I had hey, to. can you tell Vic, since he's not here, that you have to fact check him because everything he says is bullshit? Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Well, how about <laughs> so true? Could you? Okay, last one, and because Eric's not here. And uh, this is gonna chap his hide. Oh, we're yes. gonna we're gonna we're gonna steer towards soccer now. Uh, okay? okay, I was hoping. What if Ben oh, Garcia go. scored a goal for the Galaxy? Mm. <laughs> and we'll say the last <laughs> yeah. names. Yeah, we'll say the last name. I'm number you know 69. How, you know how they do it. Of course. In, so he says the first name. We say the last name. Okay. And then he says thank you, and we say you're so welcome. It's three times. It's like a galaxy. All right. Okay. L. goal scored in the 69th minute by number 69 Ben Garcia Ben Garcia Ben Garcia Thank you You're welcome <laughs> Yeah that was amazing uh, Michael Araujo, you are a treasure, sir. Honestly, uh, I, have, I have to give a, 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 a speech at work. I'm going to use that. <laughs> oh, that's going to be my absolutely. <laughs> that's incredible. Oh, absolutely. Wait, are we recording this? <laughs> Heck yeah, we are. Oh, my gosh. That was fantastic. Oh, I love it. So, Ballpark DJ, how do people find it? Uh, go to the App Store, either Apple or Android. And uh, you know iTunes. I can't wait. I feel like I'm that's gonna a spend like fifty dollars to have <laughs> Mike say a bunch of shit, and you're gonna know it's me too. <laughs> so good. Yeah. So I think it's free to download, and then if you, I think, you do more than six players, then you gotta buy the app. But it's like yeah. six bucks. I mean, it's all so affordable because the, the whole idea is to get it in the hands, you know, on the phones of parents everywhere, so that the kids can have that kind of big league experience. Yeah. Even when they're playing little league, so oh yeah, no, that's awesome, so awesome. Ballpark, such a, it is. Done it's one done. of those ideas where you're like, dang it, why didn't I think of right? That? So good and so easy. Yeah, awesome. Well, thanks for sharing that. Sure. All right, we uh, we are getting close to getting out of here, but we should talk the galaxy since we yeah. have also the stadium announcer for the galaxy in here. And Hammer's not here, but uh, that's all the better because he usually hogs all the galaxy talk. <laughs> he anyway. does. Let's get your perspective. What's uh, What can we look forward to this Galaxy season? I know last season was a disappointment. Yeah, the last couple have been kind of rough. Um, we, as as Josh Gessman, he can give us a, a countdown to the day of the yeah. last time they won an MLS Cup. But the bottom line is this offseason was, I think, a really huge and important offseason because we, we signed and we uh, hired a new general manager who has – an excellent track record. He was with the Mexican national team and, and he, you know, really brought them up and he just has an eye for talent. And the, uh, and then he brought in a coach who is from Argentina who played in MLS. So he knows the game. He knows how the league works, but he also had success in with a major team down in Argentina. So I think, I think we've got the potential to really turn things around our biggest issues have been defense kind of shoring that up and they've made some efforts i I don't think they're done they can still sign some players so we'll see there and then and then 
on some levels, it's really going to depend on on Zlatan and if he stays healthy. Yeah. Because that he's hurt, right? No, he's practicing. I read. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Whoa, what? Whoa, whoa. <laughs> You know what? I was, prepa- I, was, no, I was preparing for the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You scored a goal for the Galaxy. I mean, That's right. it's okay That's true. to take. take uh, Garcia! <laughs> oh, that was awesome. Gosh dang. So, yeah, I think I think I feel good about the season. I'm I'm not as as analytical as Hammer and and others. So But who is? Uh, well, yeah. Really? So yeah. Uh but, nerd alert. But <laughs> but so far our two home games have been exciting and, and so forth and Really, I mean, for me, that's all I can ask for is that we're scoring goals and yeah. and there's a good atmosphere. We get the wins, and and we'll see how the season goes. But we've got some good young talent. Efren Alvarez, Efrain Alvarez, that dude. He's 16 years old, and oh, wow. he he is sick. And Hammers talked about him a little bit, but uh, we've got a 16 year old. We've got a 17 year old. Last name Araujo. What what? Oh. Hey! And, in, a, uh, in a farm system or on the big league club? No, on the on the on. Galaxy, the you first. You gotta be kidding! You yeah. got a sixteen-year-old yeah. playing professional ball. Yep, and he's he's legit. So that'll be interesting to see. Not to veer too far away, but he actually has played for both the U.S. and Mexico. He's from East LA or Southern California, at least. And uh, but he's played for both national teams, which you can do if you have dual citizenship. If well, if you have dual citizenship, but also uh, if you before you are on the 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 first team mm. so once you play get a cap for the first team then that's who you're committing to yeah but prior to that in the in you the, can go back and forth go back and decide. forth right okay. so currently he's with mexico but i mean man he would be someone that yeah. there's just so much potential well, is what, there, well let me ask you this because it, it's funny because mls is kind of different so you have this kid that mm-hmm. is this good yeah is there concern that if he's too good, he's going to go on to a bigger league overseas or or somewhere else. I mean, I don't know if I would say it's a concern. It, it's a reality, and yeah. and on some levels they they need to and until we can, you know. And I think that's why Major League Soccer, while we have had a lot of success in developing fan bases and so forth, we the difference between you know Major League Baseball, the NFL, the NBA, even the NHL. Those are the premier leagues in the world. Right. And Major League Soccer, while it's a pro-level sport and we're getting big names, we are not You're one getting of, them at the end of their career. You're getting right. pool horses. I mean, yeah. to some degree. On the not, way up or the way down. Yeah. You know, and, and so in that prime of, you know, 22 to, to 27, 28, they are playing in Europe, in, you know, England, Spain, or Germany. But let me yeah. ask this. If, if the money started drawing those players to the United States. Because if there's one thing that we do in the United States is we overpay our players. Right. If you can if you can somehow <laughs> Here we go. Here I we mean go. if some if somehow we can figure out a way and, and I'm not advocating that we do this, but if if the United States was so inclined, we could overpay for these sure. players and we can bring these European players here and make this the premier league in the world because right. that's what we do as the United States. Right. But that's we, what, we take the world, what they do, and we make it better. We make it that's better. Right. That's right. That's what we would have to do yeah. in order to, to be the premier league in the world and and thus compete with the other sports here in yeah. the US. All right. Ah. You know, what I got out of this before you close the show, because I know that's where you're going, is that Mike and I, we actually tend to agree a lot more than he says so, you know, on I don't text messages. I don't know if Mike would agree with that. Hashtag fake news. I don't know if Michael would agree with that. I'll put it on record. I, I actually, as I listen, it, it irks me how often I actually do end Thank up you so much. agreeing oh. with Ben Garcia. He's such a polarizing character that it he is. It is but... When he does say something that makes sense, you're like, gosh, dang it, I hate myself mm-hmm. for agreeing with you. Except but... that I'll follow it up with saying something that he disagrees with, and he's like, fuck that yes. guy. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And you're wearing a Raiders hat while doing it. So you're like, how can I agree with that guy? Oh, Ben. Well, it's great to have you back. That's why we love you. Heck yes, thank you so much. Michael Araujo. How can people uh, find you and and uh, and all that yeah, stuff? Yeah, Twitter. Twitter's my main deal. Uh, Michael Araujo 55. That's A-R-A-U-J-O. Ooh. Fives. Again. I'm Another telling 55. You. Episode 55 and 155. I know. Michael Araujo 55. We got to make this a tradition. On Twitter. Uh, also on Instagram. 
If you if you friend request me on Facebook, probably I won't follow. I won't uh, accept because I use Facebook yeah, just for that's personal stuff. Yeah, yeah. But, hey, uh, I'm your friend. I'm right, well, because if I know be, uh, you, yeah, absolutely, right, right, right. Honored but, to be in that that select group. Yeah. So it's just he didn't one of unfollow those... you. <laughs> I don't think so. I haven't checked Not in yet. a while. But probably, probably after tonight with all the uh, dance monkey dance stuff. Right. Thank you for being a good sport. Ah, no problem. That, by My the pleasure. Way. You're such a good dude. Thank you, Michael Ross. Oh, thank you so much. Right. Oh, so good. You know what? If you're available every week, we don't need Eric and Vic to come back. No, out. not at all. I is... think he's busy for the next six months. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good point. Good His point. wife only sees him for 15 minutes, Jeff. He doesn't want to see you more than <laughs> the next 100 episodes. Yeah. See, here again, point. I'm irked because I, I agree with Ben. Yeah. <laughs> Dang it. Oh, Cheers. Dang it. Cheers. Well done. All right. Also, check out the King's Realm for all your King's news. Got to make sure to mention them. We're contractually obligated. Yeah. I think hockey's still they, going yeah, on. Yeah, right? are they still uh, playing? I, I think so. Yeah, yeah all right. They're They've been playing. mathematically eliminated for four months now. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. But <laughs> They're just but they drinking the a lot and talking going. shit. Yeah. No, definitely check them out. Follow us on Twitter at Guys and Shorts Pod. Also on Instagram at that same handle. We're on Facebook. We will accept your friend request, unlike mean old Michael Araujo. <laughs> and just kidding, my friend. Uh, the website's guysandshorts.com. <laughs> so, voicemail 562 450 3356. Please review the show, subscribe to it, tell all your friends about us, tell them all about Ballpark DJ, too, because yeah. uh, we're yeah. not getting any money for that. But uh, it is really it. a legit thing. Oh, it yeah, is. it is. It's honestly <laughs> it's so it's cool. Awesome. If I was a kid again, I would want my parents to of hook course. that up. So well, Ben's cool. going to pay for it even though. Dude, yes. I got I got, I got, got 50 bucks burning <laughs> a hole in my yeah. pocket for you to say When you stuff. start seeing names like IP Freely and Seymour Butts, <laughs> this guy. This, this guy. Ben. You know where that came the from. The biggest junk in the industry. <laughs> <laughs> For Michael Araujo, Darren Besa, and Ben Garcia, I'm Jeff Wilson. We'll see you guys next week. And now a useless stat of the week by Victor Costello. That's how it's done! That's how it's done, Ben! You are fired, Ben. Listen, I'm an engineer by trade, okay? (laughs) So good. You're just lucky I make eye contact when we talk. (laughs) You work with what you have. I I do. I I do. I'm pretty. Uh.